there, lovebirds. This is Atan. And Lindsay. We are two wedding professionals, each with a different area of expertise. Together, we have over 30 years of combined experience in the wedding industry. We're here to give you some of our best tips, tricks, wedding day hacks, and share our greatest successes and worst horror stories. We'll also be interviewing some of the best wedding vendors that we've had the pleasure of partnering with. So grab something old. And something new. It's time to listen to your, your I, I Do, do crew. crew. Happy Wedding Wednesday and welcome to episode 49 of Your I Do Crew. Today, Lindsay and I are going to talk about the perfect wedding length. We'll break down weddings that we have been to where it goes either a little bit long or a little bit short and how you can avoid that happening to you on your special day. So let's answer the question, how long should your wedding be? All right, so today we're going to talk about planning for your ceremony length, for your wedding ceremony. So how long should it be? That is a loaded question. <laughs> yeah, right? So there's a lot of different answers. And it's funny because when I get couples that come to me and I say, what type of ceremony would you want? They say short and sweet. I'm like, okay, that's moderately helpful. Yes. You know, do we do, but because I've had couples that have said short and sweet is a half hour. And some couples will say short and sweet is 10 minutes 10 or less. Minutes, yeah. Yeah. And well, and I had one couple, I think I told you this before, that said, we want it to be done in less than five minutes. Oh yeah, that's that's definitely short and sweet. Yeah, and they wanted to write their own <laughs> vows, which which writing their own vows took at least three minutes of time. So, like I said, the head couple that wanted that wanted just as short a ceremony as possible, and I said, with the processional and with the I do's and with your vows, that's going to be more than five minutes right there. Oh yeah. Well, let's see how close how short we can get it. Okay, fair, fair. <laughs> so, so what do you think, Lindsay? Is a is a great ideal ceremony length? I, when I have couples and they say between 15 minutes and a half hour, I, I think that's good. If it's if it's around 20 to 30 minutes, it gives us a good range of, we get some pulled back photos, we get some close-up photos, you know, we have time to take the rings and the vows and, and everything that's going on. If, they're, if they have any kind of, you know, um, sand ceremony or whatever they do, um, it gives us time to photograph it all where it's not crazy you yeah. know we're trying to fit it all in so that's yeah. usually a good window for me anything over that and i i tend to put my camera down and kind of just view because you don't need 400 pictures of your you know ceremony right so. yeah exactly yeah um no i hadn't even thought about the ceremony length working with the photographer and, and making the ceremony long enough for the photographer to get photos so yeah. that was i hadn't even considered that <laughs> until until literally right now I just have a few things that I just kind of consistently like to get when it comes mm. to the photos. So yeah, sure. sometimes when it's a little bit crazy, it's kind of like, oh, like I have to hurry and grab that. And yeah. I try and be as quiet as possible and as out of the way as possible. So mm -hmm. sometimes if I know it's really short, it's like I have to get that. So yeah. I end up standing up in the middle of the aisle or, you know, doing something that I don't normally like to do. So mm -hmm. yeah. So you try to be more stealthy about it anyways. I do. I yeah. try and I, if I sit in the middle of the aisle, I always sit down. Um, and yeah, I, I don't like to move around. I usually have my second photographer move around a little bit if, if mm -hmm. they want to, um, just to get a different different angle or you know somebody's face if, if something's going on. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I tend to be pretty stationary right in the middle, so. Okay, that yeah. makes sense. Well, I've, I've noticed when I've, I've done weddings where we have uh, two photographers where there's dual shooters, um, I, I kind of love that because then you can get the, you know, if the, if the, the bride is approaching, you can get 
you know, the bride's approach, as mm-hmm. well as the reaction from the, you know, the spouse standing at the front as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, so that's fantastic. I really like that. I, but I hadn't really thought about the ceremony length <laughs> impacting the pictures. So there are so many things that it affects. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it does. I don't know. And then, yeah, it's, you think about things too, like, it, people, it tends to run a couple minutes behind usually. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to have it be super, super quick and then go straight into like your reception or something, mm-hmm. that's tough. Yeah. You know, because people are always showing up late. And mm-hmm. if it's a little bit of a hike, then, you know, people are still walking. Or exactly. If it's hot, people don't want to sit down if it's mm-hmm. in the direct sun. I mean, there's so many factors yeah. too where it's like, you know, if you want it to be super, super, super short, it mm-hmm. might not be as short as you think it's going to be just due to those different things. No, that makes total sense. And I've had that too, where the couple wants a really short ceremony and they want to start right on the time. I mm-hmm. said, that's never a good idea. Right. Because I will always, I always have people who are walking in to ceremonies late. And what's really funny is um, I was at a, I was at a, um, a venue recently uh, and the entryway to the, to the ceremony, or the entryway to the, the area where the ceremony was taking place was kind of halfway up the uh, side. Oh yeah. And so people walked in late and then trying to find a seat and it was a very crowded space there weren't a lot of free seats and so they're walking around trying to find open seats during the ceremony i'm like this and this was um so that's why you don't want to start on the minute because people will always people we're human right people are always going to walk in late and this was you know the ceremony that i'm talking about was also a shorter ceremony so it was most of the way through when people were walking around the aisles trying to find their seats that's terrible the thing that i bring up to people if they're really dead set on a time like we had a wedding once and it took place on it was like may 16th and they wanted to get married at 5 16 is when Mm. they wanted to say their vows you're putting so much pressure on yourself yeah and everybody else to have it done that way and the thing that i tend to notice if if it's the coordinators and they're not thinking about the guests, they're just thinking about themselves and how they want it to be on time, is that I go to take those photos of like the wedding party when they start, you know, getting ready to walk down for the processional. Mm-hmm. Well, you've got guests sneaking in. So then you got all these pictures of these guests like, ee, oh no, like, yeah. you know, as they're sneaking in. I'm like, that doesn't look good either. Like, yeah. just let them pass, let everybody wait, and then start it a minute or two late. You know, there's right. traffic. Who knows what it is? Yeah. They're just late people. I mean, it's like yeah. you can't. I just feel like you can't plan on you can't unless you five sixteen or you know whatever time. That's that's a lot of pressure. Unless you would put five o'clock on the invitations. Yes. And then when people get there, say ceremony to begin at five sixteen. Yes. Because most people aren't going to care about fifteen minutes. No. They're, no. They're really. They're not. talking. They're not even going to notice. Exactly. I feel like. yeah. Especially if it's a seated wedding. If it were an outdoor standing room only, that might be a difference. Yeah. Uh, and I've done a few of those um, at some of the parks here in the area. Right. But if it's a seated wedding, but that's a concern too for ceremony length, mm-hmm. not just start time, but ceremony length. Are your guests going to be sitting or standing? Is yeah. it in the summer, outdoors? Is it going to be hot? Like this past weekend here yes. in, in beautiful Northwest Ohio, it was... 90 plus. It yeah. was, oh my gosh, it was 96. So I had a Saturday wedding at 2 p.m. Yep. Outdoors at a farmhouse and it was brutal. We were totally outside that whole day for our oh wedding and I just felt sweat dripping down my back all yeah. day. Like, yeah. And I usually wear like a long dress or like a long skirt and she was like, seriously, the bride was like, wear whatever you want. So I ended up wearing a short dress. I went crazy. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> but I wore like a, a knee length dress and I'm mm-hmm. so glad I did because I can't, I usually wear all black and I would have, mm-hmm. I would have been in a board oh. on the ground. Like I would have yeah. just fell down. I would have. <laughs> you would have had heat stroke. I would have had heat stroke. Yeah. yeah. So. It was- we um so the the wedding that I had on Saturday we stayed inside until like literally two minutes before oh I bet it was a very small intimate ceremony just family there were about ten guests mm-hmm. just parents grandparents and siblings 
that was good mm-hmm. because it was, I mean, we, we walked out there and we just all were drenched. The heat index yeah. was like 108 it or something. It was. It was just not enjoyable. And like yeah. where we were, they had those little biting gnats the whole time. Oh. Yeah, those were the worst. Ugh. So that didn't help us either. Yeah. So. None got in your ears, right? No. <laughs> okay. No, luckily, no. Call back to a horror story oh, there. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. No, it didn't get that crazy. Good. But good. Yeah. Ooh. I don't know. I feel like, yeah, you have to think though, you have to think about those things because if it is full sun, outdoor mm-hmm. wedding, and it's in the summer and you want people to stand you you can't do a 30 45 minute ceremony no. people are not going to be happy and you right. have to think about kids and you have to mm-hmm. think about elderly people and mm-hmm. just everybody really because it's hot probably yeah. you know if you're doing june or july or august and you're planning on doing something like that around here it's probably not the smartest thing yeah. and that goes the same for the for the colder months too because sometimes we'll have people that want a fall ceremony mm-hmm. and it's all outside and they'll say october and great october around here could be 70 october around here could be 30 i mean yeah. it's like i mean yeah. truly yeah. you know so i think that that's something that people have to keep in mind is you know you you really have to think about your guests too yeah. you know it might be what you want but you might have to tweak it a little bit to accommodate everybody yeah. so that it works for everybody because otherwise they're not gonna maybe come to your ceremony then mm-hmm. it's true one well, and you brought up something that I think is important as well to think about if they're if your if your ceremony is going to be kid friendly or family friendly you want people to bring their kids it probably shouldn't be a 45 minute ceremony no because the kids you know and depending on the ages and whatnot but are you, that might be even something that you would consider putting on your invitation is you know if you're having a full mass or something yeah. to put that you know mass to begin at or you know a ceremony length approximately 30 minutes so if somebody has mm-hmm. say a two-year-old which both of us are very familiar yes. with <laughs> then they could say maybe i should get a sitter Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, something to think about. That's for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so when you think about your personal ideal ceremony length, how how long? If you were a guest at a wedding, mm-hmm. how long would you want to to be there? Probably fifteen or twenty minutes. Fifteen or twenty. Yeah. Yeah. Anything over that, I think, as a guest sitting there, the chairs are not usually the most comfortable. Yeah. You usually are in a hot <laughs> church, or mm-hmm. it's it's not the best. You yeah. know. Most comfortable situation, usually those churches, the air conditioning can't Mm -hmm. keep up, or if you're outside, you have to deal with everything Mm -hmm. outside. I I feel like that's a good window of time, because you have to think, too, people usually arrive, if they're on time, um, (laughs) a lot of people will arrive, you know, 30, maybe 15 minutes early. So Mm -hmm. by the time that they're seated, and they're waiting, and then everything's happening or running behind or whatever and then the actual ceremony takes place it ends up probably being about an hour so i think that's probably a good nice sweet spot you know Mm -hmm. unless for religious reasons obviously you have a longer one but i think it is nice to tell people that so then they are Mm -hmm. aware so like you said like a sitter or something absolutely i think that's pretty good uh usually a lot of the ceremonies that i do end up right around 20 minutes Mm -hmm. or so for that same reason in you know even yeah (laughs) the best efficient in the world i'm not saying that i am but even the best efficient in the world to keep people you know, engaged that too for that long. Yeah. And I've certainly been to weddings where the officiant couldn't have engaged people for two minutes, let alone 20. Yeah. And so, then you're just sitting there. Oh, falling asleep. Falling or, asleep. Yeah. yeah. Those are always great photos if mm-hmm. it, if they kind of drone on and on and on yeah. and people are, you can just see people check out and I'm like yeah. usually taking pictures of all those activities going on. So that's when I'll just kind of put my t- camera down and like look around and because <laughs> yeah. it's like everybody's bored, mm-hmm. you know, I yeah. don't know. So yeah, absolutely. So that would be something to bring up with your, uh, your officiant or your celebrant, your pastor, mm-hmm. uh, you know, how long do you expect the ceremony to be? And what I do is I run through all the elements of the 
the ceremony with my couples. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the processional, the welcome, you know, if there's a presentation, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the consent, the I do's, how long each of those take, mm -hmm. you know, are based on different things. You know, if they're doing the, the consent and, you know, the I do's and they want to have the full traditional, you know, dost thou take this woman to be thy lawfully, you know, mm -hmm. all, so on and so forth. Oh, yeah. The more uh, pomp and circumstance that you add in, the longer that takes. And mm -hmm. so... I usually put time ranges on my ceremony planning worksheet so we can really quickly add up and say, okay, it's looking like you're having a oh, an eight-minute ceremony because you didn't want to have any readings or any mm -hmm. unity feature. And they'll say, oh, eight minutes, that feels short. And I'll say, <laughs> well, yeah, if, yeah. if you know, Uncle Bob and Aunt Susie are driving from Wisconsin for, you know, oh, yeah, sure, driving from Wisconsin, it'd be the wedding. And, mm -hmm. you know, eight minutes in and it's, you know... You know, Mr. and Mrs., then they'll be like, oh, that was it? Yeah. So People still be arriving sometimes, exactly. I feel like, at that point, if it's that quick. Yeah, so, so you, yeah. Have to, you have to kind of walk that delicate balance. Yeah. You know, know what you want, and know if you want to have something short and sweet, then maybe put an earlier arrival time <laughs> on the invitations, on the calendars, so that, so that people aren't um, arriving late and... I mean, of course, at the core of it, you want to make sure that you are doing what's appropriate for you, too, as a couple. Mm -hmm. You want to make sure that if you're if you're short and sweet people, then that's good. Or if you know that you want to write your own vows and you want to do this giant, huge, you know, purple prose oh, yeah. poetry thing, then you can kind of balance it out by... by Taking some of the other things and making them shorter. Mm -hmm. you know, and like I've said before, in Ohio, all we need for a wedding is I do, I do, I now pronounce you. So it can be you know, as short as oh, yeah. it needs to be. And <laughs> I always tell folks we can take out what's not needed. But I, I think a really great butter zone is that 15 to 20 minutes. Yeah. It's not too short. It's not too long. Um, you know, again, I've had, I've had a wedding that went about 40 minutes, but it was really very interesting. It was so important to the couple. Mm -hmm. The, the bride was a, a, uh, international opera performer. And so she had someone do nice. a full aria yeah. during the wedding. And it was gorgeous. Cause this was also an international opera star who was doing the aria. And so oh gosh, that's uh, amazing. People were in tears. Because, I'm sure. I'm sure that's, that's way different. Cause oh my gosh. I'm sure people were just amazed. Yeah. And the artistry was so, so incredible. Yeah. Um, and they, we ended up doing a really meaningful uh, wine blending ceremony because she's an opera star her husband well her fiance her you know her groom yes was a sommelier oh so, so you had to so we had to do something yeah. with wine so well wine and music it was wonderful oh yeah gosh. that would be a fun day so that was a longer ceremony but again there were so many pieces of interest mm -hmm. that it didn't seem like it was that long. I got to the end and, and I actually stayed for the reception and people were telling me, oh my gosh, I couldn't believe that. I looked at my watch. I thought it had only been 15 minutes and it was, you know, over a half hour. Yeah. Like, yes. Good. That's good to hear. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Big compliment. <laughs> exactly. And so you can do a longer ceremony if you find things that are meaningful and important to you and are going to engage your guests. Mm -hmm. If you're going to have seven readings that are all poems by the same author, that's probably going to get old. Yeah, for most people, they're going to lose interest yeah. really fast yeah. with that. Yeah. Or, you know, if you're if you're going to have readings, make sure that you pick somebody who is a dynamic reader. Yes, that's huge. Yeah. That's huge because we've had people where, you know, they're like, well, this person might have not been in the wedding party or, you mm -hmm. know, and they want to include them and they'll have them read and they're, they're not very, you know, they're not the best speakers and, yeah. and that's tough because, mm -hmm. yeah, it's, I think it's, tough for everybody to listen to then it if is. they're stumbling over things mm. and mispronouncing words mispronouncing or, words yeah yeah, yeah. hopefully they've looked at it before that day I, some of them you can tell that they have they just <laughs> yeah. basically open it and they're yeah. reading it and it's like yeah. oh that's we'll do not, it live yeah that's yeah. not the way to that's not the way to do it no because not on not, a wedding day yeah you're not giving your you're not giving your best to the couple no at that point no 
you know, you could give so much more. Yeah. But I've had I've had people where I know that they've looked at it because they're comfortable with it. See, that's good. But they're still talking like this the whole time. It's like Eeyore. You know, yeah. Like, oh, stop. Yeah. You know, don't give me a little pep. Give me a little pep. Yeah, yeah. Especially if it's like a really romantic reading or something. <laughs> you're like, oh man. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my couples that we interviewed for the Pride episode uh, said that they they picked the readings based on the people that they knew they wanted to read. Oh. And I thought that was really cool. That's a good idea, isn't it? I that like that. They they knew that they wanted this person to be involved, not as a part of the wedding yeah. party, but they wanted them to be involved. They knew that they were a good speaker. Yeah. Um, and specifically, the people in, in that wedding were in they were involved in the theater, so they're pretty pretty dynamic. Yeah. Um, and they picked the readings. They found readings that were good for those speakers. And I thought that was really cool. That's really personalized, yeah. too. That's cool. Yeah. I like that. Um, mm-hmm. And so that can be a really great way to, uh, again, <clears throat> excuse me, to, again, <laughs> I don't want to say soak up time, but if you're looking for ways to expand the length of the ceremony, if you're if you're sitting at, like, seven minutes and you're like, oh, come on, we got to, yeah. let's get to 15 you know, find a couple of good readings. Um, you know, even some of the ones that I think can be pretty blah because they've been overdone. Mm-hmm. So, for example, the the First Corinthians thirteen, you know, love is patient, love is kind. It's like every wedding, sometimes. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. Um, even that one can be, you know, if read properly, can be so meaningful. It can, yeah. And, and somebody who's just emphatic about it and who really feels it in their heart. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one is the sonnet from the Portuguese. Uh, uh, how do I love thee? Let me count the ways. Yeah. Again, read improperly can be so boring. Takes so long. It does. <laughs> but read properly can it can engage people and and bring them in in a way that you know. There's a reason it's a classic poem. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's read properly. So yeah. Uh, this kind of took a turn into like <laughs> how to make your ceremony not boring. But, hey, that's all right. But picking people who will who will bring life to the message that you want conveyed. Oh yeah. Is really important. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, that can that can make a, a 40 minute ceremony seem like a 20 minute ceremony. Yeah, keep um, everybody engaged and mm-hmm. listening and paying attention, not sleeping, cause you don't, you, that's <laughs> yeah. not a good sign if people are falling asleep. Yeah, not sleeping, not playing on Instagram or Facebook. I know, that's the worst too, when I see people like scrolling Instagram, I'm like mm-hmm. your friend is getting married. Like, right? That's so sad. Right? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Like, I mean, we, we're doing a lot of um, a lot of unplugged weddings, and we're going to have an episode yes. explicitly about that. Put down your phones, people. Put and your, your iPads <laughs> and any devices. Right, yeah. Just don't do it. Anything like that. No. Um, we're going to have an episode about that uh, specifically, but um, a lot of my couples lately have been having me make announcements like that at the start of the ceremony, mm-hmm. and, and that's that's been really good. That puts a big smile on my face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, either either the DJ and I will make an announcement before everything begins, or as part of the welcome, I'll say, you know, welcome, please take your seats, and as you do, make sure that your phones are silenced and put away, yes. so that you can be present, not distracted, blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah. Um, but, uh, you know, and again, that just, the more engaged your guests are, you know, the the more present you're going to feel, and, and all those things. Yeah, exactly. That's this week's episode. Hopefully you found some great tips for planning out the ideal length of your wedding. We'd like to thank you again for listening. We know that there are a lot of podcasts out there, and we're so glad that you choose to spend your time with us. Next week, we'll be publishing another mini-episode wedding horror story. And this is another guest-submitted story, where poor communication and lackluster housekeeping almost led a local baker to getting seriously injured. But luckily, all that was hurt was her pride. We know you'll enjoy finding out what happens when things get slippery when wet. And remember, if you have an unsettling or unnerving wedding story, we'd love to hear it too. Please send that to stories at youridocrew.com. 
This is Atan, owner and chief officiant of Weddings for the Ages. You can find us on The Knot, Wedding Wire, Facebook and Instagram as Weddings for the Ages. And this is Lindsay Roselle with Lucky Bird Photography. You can find me on Wedding Wire, The Knot, and you can also find me on social media using at Lucky Bird Photo. If you liked what you heard today, help us spread the love. Comment, like, rate, and review on iTunes and Google Play and share on your favorite social media platforms. We love feedback. So if you have any suggestions or if you want to ask us a question, email us at feedback at youridocrew.com. Thanks for listening, and here's to love, laughter, and happily ever after. Cheers. I want to get, I want to get, I want to get married. Music credits are as follows. Song title, I Want to Get Married, by artist D. Cylinders, from the Free Music Archive. Attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 4.0 International.